0: This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting that language, why even bother
1: listening? This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine people that support us through Patreon.com backslash Red Rant. Head on over there to support us and get exclusive content when we fucking feel like it. We want to send a special thanks to Chris Adamick, the Mave MaV as Pierre, Eddie Delecto, and Jeremiah Dempster. As always, thanks guys.
0: Welcome, my friends, to The Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico.
1: I'm Truman, and this is episode 450, In the Beginning.
0: See, now, if I knew your thing was going to be, I would have, like, I don't know, an explosion or, like, the god, like, ah, oh, ready to go, but...
1: Epic music.
0: This is what we get for not planning. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I think we still end up planning more than the Red Bulls, so...
1: They did very little. Yeah. Very little planning for this season.
0: Yeah. Very little. Um, all right. So uh, it's been two weeks since we talked about s- soccer. I mean, there was a special episode last week. If you guys hadn't checked it out, definitely do so. The history of Forza Lucha.
1: Yeah. I hope you all go fucking listen to it if you haven't already. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so let's talk, I guess, about what the Rebels have done in terms of preseason so last we checked in uh all they had left was the coachella valley invitational i think it was called um so in that they went i don't remember when okay yeah so it was all february so they tied st louis 2-2 they tied austin 3-3 and then they lost to la galaxy 2-0 so on the bright side they got their loss out of the way now
1: yeah right Right. absolutely
0: uh the only other thing that of note is that they signed a, a new player and I'm going to fuck up the name. I am just uh, it's Norwegian. I'm going I know it's going to happen. Uh Dennis Gengar Gen- I think so I say.
1: <laughs> um plus plus enough for you.
0: Yeah. 19-year-old winger uh coming from Norway played his <clears throat> previously was played for let me make sure there's Norwegian. Yep. Uh, Norwegian football team, Odds BK. Commonly known as Odd. Weird. Yeah. Uh, he does not have a great goal-scoring record, which isn't something what the Red Bulls need. But for a winner, you wouldn't necessarily expect it. So I guess it kind of works out. Um, I, th- I think it's, this is the Norwegian top flight. Uh yeah, it is. So he played 39 matches in the top flight for Norway, the Norway League, uh, seven goals in – I'm sorry, seven goals in 44 total appearances, which includes, I guess, the whatever cup games that they they run. So not a great scoring record. But compared to what we've had, it's probably not necessarily a bad thing.
1: As you know, so, they everyone, the off talked about Norwegian League. Yeah, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of that league, so –
0: uh, so I mean, do we even have any thoughts about the preseason? I feel like there's, there's not really much to talk about because like, those games, as far as I know, were not broadcast. So I I couldn't watch anything. I don't know how this team looks.
1: Uh, you can't take anything out of pre preseason uh, in any sport, right? You you really can't. It's just it's just prep. That's all it is. I'm um, I guess nothing can, out of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about the announcement of the captains. Um, so Sean Nealis is not going to be the lead captain this year. Uh, that is going to Emil Forsberg, which, you know, new coach, it's kind of expected something like that would happen. Uh, but Sean Nealis is, will be named the vice captain along with Car- Carlos Cornell. So at least there's that, um, all I could say is Forsberg from what I've heard is saying the right things, which isn't, which is important.
1: So- right. And he's, he's, he's the veteran guy. Right. I know he's new to this team, but he is the veteran player. I think everyone's going to be looking to him to lead this team. So it just, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Any other preseason thoughts?
1: Yep. It happened. And now we don't have to talk about it anymore.
0: Fair enough. Now we can talk about actual matches. Uh, fuck. So this Sunday, February 25th, 5 PM Eastern time, the New York Red Bulls are officially back in action. Uh, they will open up the season on the road because it's February. They're not going to play at home um, at Nashville SC. Uh, before we get to predictions, the only thing I could say is that Nashville did play. Uh, so we're recording this Thursday. They did They played today in the CONCACAF Champions Cup. Uh, they won their match three, nothing, but I, I got to see where this team is from because I don't know. All I know is that they had to travel. Uh team's name is Mocha and I wish would just Google would just bring me to their information. Uh, okay, let's see. Mocha FC plays in the Dominican Republic, which is not necessarily a quick flight back. So Red Bulls Red Bulls I would think have the travel advantage at least for the first uh match of the year. And hey, they didn't but- have to play midweek, so
1: but Nashville's playing at home, so there's always that. There's always that atmosphere of the home opener Well, yeah. for most of these teams. Maybe not us anymore, but um, most teams get very up for their home opener.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, time for our first predictions of the year. So uh, listeners of this show know how this works, but for anybody that happens to be new this year, this is how predictions work. So Truman and I will both predict the match. We'll give a score line and a win-loss prediction Correct win-loss draw is worth one point. If we get that plus the score exactly right, we get three. Uh, Once we get into the last ten matches of the season, uh, it will kick in the true believer, which allows the person who is trailing to call that, and then if they get their stuff exactly right, they get six points, but they're not allowed to get anything for the win-loss draw portion. That's just because... There's two the of only us. way you get
1: points is if you get it exactly right.
0: Yeah, and there's two of us. We got to keep it somewhat interesting. If somebody starts running away with it, so yeah.
1: <laughs> which hopefully will be me again.
0: I, I want that fucking belt back. I really want I, it.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's in a beautiful spot. It's got its own little cubby. It's great. I need that belt back.
0: I, I'm I'm not going to go WWE and and AEW or am AEW start creating belts for no reason. So. <laughs> Plus, there's only two of us. What the hell is the point of me creating the the secondary belt? I mean, no, we're not doing this. All right, so Truman, since you are defending champion, you go first. What is your – oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, Whoever's leading the prediction standing has to go first, so they can't sandbag it. Uh, So Truman, first prediction of the year, what do you think is going to happen for the Red Bulls on Sunday?
1: Well, I know absolutely fuck all about Nashville. Let's get out of the way. We're not, we are not experts in MLS. We are shitty half-experts on the New York Red Bulls, and that's about it.
0: I was going to say, we, can we even call ourselves experts on the Red Bulls? Because we don't know much. Cause no. The team doesn't even yeah. tell you much.
1: No. Well, that's the whole thing. It's hard to know them when, when you get no coverage of them. Yeah. Uh, but we do know most of the players on the team, so that's that's kind of a big help. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about the season, too, I would assume, right after this. Um, but I'm going to, uh, I like, I like a great one, one draw. That's a good us versus Nashville to open the season result. Is that just two teams kind of ready to play. We don't know what the Red Bulls are actually going to be. Um, they'll probably be decent enough to eke out a goal and play good enough defense to just hold them to a draw. Just, we don't know this, this is the show us game, right? We need to know what this team's going to be made out of.
0: I'm going to be different because of course I'm going to be different. Um, I'm still, I, I, I agree with you that I think it's going to be a draw because first MLS match of the year, you know, nobody really knows anybody as much as you play preseason games and there's probably tape somewhere. It's, it's not the real starting 11. So you, you can't trust it. um, but I'm not going to go 1-1, and the reason I'm not doing that is because in games where the Red Bulls have scored, it looks like they're consistently at least scoring two goals a game, which, let's be honest, is a step up from last year, because I think we averaged like 1.5 or below. Um, so I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw to be the, the little bit more exciting game. I, I think I think we might be one of the last games of the weekend. It's
1: 5 o'clock on Sunday.
0: Yeah, let's see. Uh, for the match, we're well, not the very last match. That one is LA Galaxy host Inter Miami, but God. hopefully we're a good lead in for it. So, uh, but that that's where I'm gonna go with a two-two draw, It'll be a little more exciting. But again, nobody really knows anybody, so you can't expect one team to start blowing the others away right right off the bat. All right, uh, so I guess let's. Do season predictions? Uh, usually we do. I, I completely forgot about it because again, no planning. Uh, usually we try to talk about where we think the Red Bulls will land uh, at the end of the season, whether they'll be in the playoffs, possibly winning the Shields, Whether they might be out for the first time in 15 years. Um, we don't predict MLS Cup because the playoffs are a crapshoot. So, uh, German, what do you think? Where do you think the Red Bulls can finish the year?
1: I think they could finish in a playoff spot. Um, they've done literally one player enough to keep them, to keep them into the playoffs for another year. I, again, it's all going to come down to the midfield and how the midfield performs. Now, healthy, knock on wood, Lewis Morgan, right? And then you're bringing in Emil Forsberg. This is your like your big signing. Um, I think the team's going to rally around him. I mean, these guys have to be. I mean, Emil has to be the creator. He has to be. If, if, he does, if he's not producing assists or at least chances uh, for your forwards to score, then they're completely fucked. Because, again, it is not a deep team. They, I, It's it's going to come down to him. And if can Dante Van Zier score goals this year and not get himself in trouble with the league, with the fans, with his, with his teammates? I, I, I think they're good enough to be in the playoffs again. I don't think they're like a top two team. Um, can they be a four or five? Yeah. If, if Forsberg plays as expected, absolutely. If, if Lewis Morgan stays healthy, yes. I think the defense is going to be just as good as they've ever been, and you got Carlos Cornell on that. So I mean, you know, the back half of this team will be all right. It all comes down to that midfield and creating chances, because they're not. Again, they're not going to have the forwards that can get the ball and do it all by themselves. Um, they just haven't, I don't think Van is that I, at all. Um, but you gotta get these guys, they gotta get them the ball. And if they do that, I it should be most, I, I think it's going to be exciting. To see. I think it'll be better than last year for sure. I don't, I don't think we're going to be going as crazy as we did this year. I, or at least I fucking hope not.
0: <laughs> I mean, April was a really weird month last year that kind of derailed everything. So yep. let's, let's hope that doesn't happen again because, that would be nice. Um all right, so you're saying roughly around f- 4 or 5 in the east is where is where they would top out. So I I am yes. I'm, gu- I'm guessing you would say they would at least n- skip the play-in game. Right? Yes, so they I would finish they finish within the top 7 or With this roster four to seven. fully
1: healthy, yes. If they play up to expectations, yes.
0: Yeah, expectations are a weird thing. Um so I I don't know how much we can trust a coach that literally got a team rele- His last position was getting a team relegated from the Bundesliga. <laughs> um, and getting fired like a month before the- their season was over on top of that. Um, and like you said, we didn't make many cha- changes. Uh, we sold arguably our best offensive player last year in Laquinas. Uh, brought in Farsberg. I feel like Lewis Morgan is almost like an addition without it actually being one since he... Played all of, I think, three matches last year. Um, Hopefully, Van Zier does well. I, I think the biggest thing for the Red Bulls is going to be injuries and how they manage them, right? Everybody's going to have in, injuries at some point. It's just the nature yeah. of playing from February to December. It's just, can we actually do well at getting players healthy and back on the field and not hurting themselves again, i.e. Lewis Morgan, who came off for 10 minutes and then was out for the rest of the season. Um. I, I think if we can stay somewhat healthy at minimum, I feel like we, we got to get to seventh because we, we can't have that playing game happen again. I mean, we won last year, but in a league where literally two thirds of the conference get into the playoffs, if you can't get to be number seven, which is like literally one spot above halfway, there's a problem. That means you're not, your dumps you're dumpster
1: fire at that point.
0: Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, we very may well be a dumpster fire, but logically, if you want to improve, that's your yardstick, right? Last year, we finished eighth. Seventh is the bare minimum for improvement. So, yeah.
1: um,
0: honestly, I don't think we'll improve much more than that in terms of the standings. I, I think we'll be around six or seven. Uh, with the best of three series, maybe we actually win one this, this time around if we're up there, but I, I don't see us winning a playoff series like that. Only because we always seem to blow playoff series whenever they're made for us to possibly win. So, uh, I'll say they'll make the playoffs as a six or seven seed, and then probably bow out in the first in the best of three series.
1: And, and I think Which, you agree with me to say that this will not be a team that brings in a really cool mid season signing like other teams do. This is it. This is the roster, everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. If, if the only mid season signing realistically is going to be somebody from our youth squad, right if we're lucky we're we're not actually you know what maybe i'm a little jaded so I'm, I'm, i'm kind of hoping that now that dennis hamlet's gone that that kind of that kind of shit stops right that they even if it's like a prospect that's from outside the league like maybe they bring somebody that has like a little bit of excitement to them i don't know i don't think it's gonna happen but i'm hoping it could
1: I mean just, again again the all the talk was oh you know we're going to spend money we're going to do this we're going to make improvements and they brought in really one guy
0: and and really that was from the team that is our parent so correct correct so clear clearly that means that he is no longer in their long-term plans right and yeah um all right anything else you want to predict for the the season uh, about we the Red Bulls? About- or, or, or okay, or not just the rebels, but let's just say the league in general.
1: Is are we segueing into like dumping Ground? Is this kind of a segue because I only got one yeah. thing to talk about.
0: Yeah, let's just let's talk. Let's go dumping grounds.
1: All right. I'm the trash man. I'm already tired of Lionel Messi. <laughs> <laughs> I've already I've already had enough, and it's been one game. I've I i i I'm, I'm so so tired of it. Did you even watch? No. No. I I just can't I I can't I I just can't stomach it, and but of course I'm on Twitter, and uh like just the talk drives me crazy like just every every fucking I mean every tweet every post of MLS and and Fox Fox's soccer thing everything is about him nonstop he didn't even score a goal I think he had an assist correct but you know it's messy and Inter Milan win win a game oh great okay. You I mean Inter Miami. Inter Miami. Sorry, not into Milan. He's,
0: he's so good he moved the team to Italy. <laughs> I fucking wish he
1: would. Sorry. I know he's a great player, but I, I've had enough. If I wasn't jaded, I wouldn't be an MLS supporter, so
0: or a Red Bull supporter for that matter. Right,
1: exactly right.
0: Yeah. Um I, I um, I've when they signed him, I was like, uh, eh, you know what? Okay. Well well, maybe it'll work out and then just the amount of shit they dedicated to him. Like they completely revamped how they were going to broadcast just Miami games. Mm -hmm. Uh, the clear doubling down on league Scott, because he happened to come in at just the right time and all the shit with that. And and then Apple, um, just the way that he was ultimately the way he was signed, where Adidas and Apple are paying are footing part of the bill. like, I get he wants a lot of money, and it's not – and they're technically, called sponsorships. Yeah. So you can't blame the team. But I feel like this is a very shitty way around the roster rules where just name him a DP and then make fucking Beckham pay the price for him. Cause, well,
1: they did it for David Beckham.
0: Yeah, but not to this degree.
1: But, but I mean, that was that was the, the start.
0: They create, they create, yeah, they created the rules for him
1: really the rule with his name on it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like there's literally no other player in the world that would ever get this community. Even if Ronaldo tomorrow said, screw the shit. I'm done with Saudi Arabia. I want to go to MLS. I don't think he gets a deal that Messi does.
1: No, he would get a very nice deal, but he's yeah, not he getting, would, he would get a nice the, deal, but I don't think he gets sales money from... and, and the Apple TV thing and, and, and a show following him around and everything else that they're doing.
0: Well, maybe if, maybe they follow him around when he plays Messi, but... Um, That's about it. I, I don't think he gets the Adidas deal. I don't think he gets Apple's deal. Like, he just gets whatever money somebody happens to have laying around. Right. Maybe they build him another statue of his head. Maybe. Uh, the only thing that I can hope for is that him being here at some point unlocks the... Opens up the checkbooks of the league. And they start spending a little bit more money. I'm not saying they have to go full-on... Remove the salary cap and everything. I'm just saying, if he's, in theory, going to bring in so much money, can this go back into players and development and roster spots?
1: And No, that's not this league's M.O. I, I know. It's no, just I know, not. Their thing is, we're going to milk this as much as possible and realize what the fuck else we're going to do when he leaves and then have to figure something else out. Because that is what they do. They don't have... This league never has a really long-term plan for stuff like this. It's oh, we're gonna we're gonna milk it while it's hot right now, and then uh, whatever. Yeah.
0: Sp- speaking of Messi, uh, so he is supposed to play the Red Bulls. Uh, let me double check the match, the schedule. Uh, the Red Bulls will host Inter Miami on March 23rd, so about a month from now, at uh, 2 p.m., which falls right during the international break. Mm -hmm. which means Messi wasn't supposed to be here, right? He was Mm -hmm. supposed to be in China for friendlies. The Chinese people and government did not like the fact that he was injured and decided to rest and heal himself a month ago. And so canceled those friendlies. And now Argentina brought back or scheduled new friendlies, uh, one of which I think is literally the day before the Red Bulls game against Miami, which means Messi ain't going to be
1: there. Right,
0: it's gonna be like last year, but with an extra forty minutes of no Messi.
1: So sell your tickets now before everyone figures it out.
0: Yep, and then if you really want to go, you know, buy them like day the day before when people inevitably drop the price. Yeah, <clears throat> I this this plane during international break sucks, and it kind of leads me to the next point, which is MLS needs to stop with this fucking scheduling shit because it's screwing everybody. Uh, so, where I'm going with that, uh, I think it was like December where MLS said that they would send their, basically their reserve teams to the Open Cup. Uh, U.S. Soccer, for some reason, has had to grow a spine and said, no, you're not. You're going to send your first teams. And But since then, apparently they've just been negotiating between the league, the federation, and then the rest of the participants. And it's like, Everybody's like, we want the MLS first teams. MLS to say no, there's too many, too much schedule congestion, and it's there's a report floating around that this year's Open Cup may actually get canceled. Which, you know what? To me, if MLS is not going to participate, I'd rather the federation say fuck it, we're just going to let everybody else play, and then still grant the Champions League spot to that whoever wins. Yeah. Because. But by FIFA regulation, that's how it's supposed to work. But more importantly, MLS is not the federation anymore, right? Soccer is growing in this country, and the only way to let it grow is to not let MLS hold it hostage. Right. I know if if our, I guess, former co-host at this point, because I don't know if Pat's coming back, but if he was here, I know he'd be saying, fine, fuck the U.S. Open Cup because it doesn't matter. But for every team except major league soccer this is a way for them to get a possible uh berth into the the CONCACAF tournament right that means more money for them at some point which means more exposure which means to grow the game right this like this is what ultimately you would want because growing the game helps you out ultimately in terms of profit And and the problem is all this shit by MLS is self-imposed. We don't need to spend a month off playing fucking League's Cup. Um, I don't even think we need it to begin with. Um, that already forces you into having to spread out the rest of your season to account for a one-month window that's not going to be available, uh, which means you're now playing during, was it, Copa America. I don't remember if the Gold Cup is part of this. But basically, you're now playing almost your round. Well, not almost your round, but you're playing during like the most, the worst parts of the year for international players to be gone. And you're now forcing all the teams to lose players. And, and it's all self imposed, right? Yep. You, didn't need, you didn't need this. You want Leagues Cup? You have the CONCACAF Champions League. It's basically Leagues Cup, but God forbid there's other nations involved. Like, I understand it's a money grab because of Apple. But maybe maybe it's just me. and I know part of this is that Soccer United Marketing is no longer affiliated with MLS. But I feel like what would have been great was if part of the MLS deal was, hey, you have to take Open Cup and broadcast it mm-hmm. with like say five games per day free. All right? Would that be great exposure for the Open Cup?
1: Yeah, I would. I, listen, I mean, like the whole thing is, I would if they backed out. I would love to see all the other teams in it. Yeah, I would love it. Fuck them. Fuck that. Fuck whatever. MLS two plus junior league, all that stuff. Just all the other leagues compete.
0: Yeah, there's talks of like only la- only having so many teams involved. Uh, giving, I think I saw something that floated around. It Was like whatever teams are in the Concacaf Champions Cup don't have to play. Like there's all these weird situations where there's there's an obvious solution, either MLS plays or they don't. Mm-hmm. That's it. If they don't want to play, fine. They don't play. But here's here's the thing, and I say this as a fan of an MLS team. If they don't play, U.S. soccer should really considering pulling a D D1 sanction. Because I'm pretty sure FIFA regulation says in order to be D1, you have to participate in the National Cup. Mm-hmm. So if U.S. soccer is going to put on its big boy pants and start being an actual grown-up in, in the room of... Growing the game in this country, maybe that's a step they have to take.
1: Yeah. Yep. I mean, MLS won't care, but, you know, fuck them.
0: Yeah. MLS basically becomes a super league. Yeah. Whatever. That's, that's, isn't that kind of what, what teams really, the teams that have money really want anyway at this point, right? Yeah.
1: We know they do in Europe.
0: Yeah. The only reason it didn't happen in Europe was because the fans somehow got to do, do you wait for president enough to pressure him to say something? Right. Do you wait for president wouldn't have cared if he got a cut of it, but it was going to, it was going to attack champions league. So he's like, fuck it. I'm not going to let this go. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else for Doug McGround?
1: No, that was it. That was it. I just, I'm just, I'm tired of messy. Wow, well, we went off on a tangent. I'm just tired of messy. We did. Um,
0: is there enough to talk about for an F1 update?
1: No, we got nothing. We will. We will next, next episode. Week
0: yes yeah. yeah they're just doing what testing this week right that's so
1: that's it yep nothing exciting
0: yeah. uh the the christian horner situation has not been resolved yet so i have no idea what's going on with that right so there's nothing to talk about all right then let's wrap this one up this is a short episode because hey there wasn't much to talk about for, in terms of the red bulls um let's wrap this one up you can visit us at patreon.com slash red bull rent one dollar a month gets you whatever ex- exclusive content we decide to do uh that, just Forza, that Yeah, the Forza Lucha history, that was a Patreon exclusive for a few days. So you would have had it two days earlier. Yeah. And if you're a page, if you're a patron, you get a custom RSS feed. So when you those special episodes come out, you don't need to do anything special. Just have that feed in your player and you're ready to go. <clears throat> if you want to email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, 973-348-5329. Uh, I we'll expect one at, like,
1: 7 o'clock, by the way. I expect a voicemail at 7 o'clock on Sunday. Just saying. I'm going
0: to give him 7 or 5.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Stop, stoppage time may, may play a factor, right? So you got to give him a little bit extra time. All right. All right. Uh, Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show. at Dr. dude for myself at the Truman for a Truman. Subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out
1: of here. The Mets are going to suck. So Red Bulls, don't ruin this fucking summer for me. <laughs> Just get out there. Fucking I I don't want to have a grumbly Sunday night into Monday morning. Just do your fucking job. Shock us all and win.
0: Yep. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode four fifty of the Red Bull rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls.
1: Here we go!